You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing business. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, it's been a while since we've been able to meet, but hey, having to take a few days off, just like a lot of you did when it comes to uh, the podcast, it was uh, it was enjoyable. And of course, one of the biggest reasons why it was enjoyable is because the Arkansas Razorback football team beat Missouri, finally. Got the battle line rivalry, whatever, presented by shelter insurance thing, coming home, and all that fun stuff. We'll talk about the actual game in the next segment. All right, we'll get, we'll get to the breakdowns and some reactions there. But I feel like I have to start with Arkansas finishing this football season 8-4. and 4-4 four. Four and four in SEC play. Before the season started, if I would have said, which I did, and at least said best-case scenario, Arkansas goes 8-4 and four this year, I remember so many people were ripping me for it calling me a homer, calling me biased, calling me all these things. But I just felt like there was a good opportunity there. Now, would I have expected it to go the way that it did? Maybe not. But the Razorback football team went 8-4 and four this year. And there is not a single Razorback fan out there right now that is unhappy, that is unsatisfied. And some may say that that's kind of pathetic, how could you be that happy over an 8-4 and four year, a third-place finish in the SEC West? Because, folks, we as Razorback fans know exactly where we came from. And what Sam Pittman has been able to do in just the second year of his tenure here with the Razorbacks has been nothing short of awesome. I try to try put everything into perspective the best I can, and sometimes it's easier said than done. I'm just looking and enjoying what I'm watching and what I'm seeing right now. I'm enjoying the ride that Arkansas has been on this uh, this year. Going from week to week, times where they were favored, times where they weren't, times when people didn't give them a chance to win and they ended up winning, times where they struggled but times where they fought back, times where they had to have the game on the line and they made plays offensively, made big field goals, made big defensive stops, whatever it is. That's what this year was about as a team that didn't just get lucky, that didn't just get a lot of calls, that didn't just play a lot of terrible bad teams. They were a team that proved that they can compete here in the SEC West. They finished third in the SEC West, folks. Third. Now people are going to say, well, Mississippi State and Texas A&M finished four and four as well. Yeah, well, who finished, who beat those teams? Arkansas. They finished third in the SEC West. And I remember during the time of the past few years where there was a lot of, uh, I'm going to be nice, but there was a lot of people who were not very well informed 
that kept reiterating the fact that they believe that the Arkansas Razorback football team or just the Razorback athletic department in general should think about joining the Big 12. Hey, listen, you can't compete. You can't compete in this conference. I mean, are you kidding me? You can't compete. You're, you're going to compete with A&M, please, or Auburn, ha, huh. Alabama, LSU, psh, even Mississippi State and Ole Miss, they're above you. They're going to have an easier time in this conference. So you're you're just going to be the you're going to be the new Vanderbilt of the SEC West. You're just going to end up being in the bottom of the barrel every single year. So just go ahead and move. If anybody ever says that again, I think it should be made a state law here in the state of Arkansas that you can legally go up to them and punch them in the face and not have any repercussions. If anybody ever says that, Sam Pittman proved that Arkansas can compete in the SEC West. Folks, Arkansas can compete in the SEC West with the right coaching staff, with the right people in place. This is something that people just don't understand. You can compete at any school as long as you have the right people in place. Now, is some are some schools easier to compete at if you have the right people? Of course. But look at what's going around in college football right now which we'll also talk about the coaching carousel. Like, Ed Orgeron's two years removed from national championship got fired because he hasn't been able to put together a good team at LSU. At LSU. Dan Mullen just got fired from Florida. Last year won the SEC East, but this year just had a tumultuous-type season that spiraled out of control. He's gone. You know, there's other coaches that are on the hot seat right now at other major programs, too. I mean... Steve Sarkeesian's been there for one year at Texas, and people are already clamoring to try to make moves there as well. And Oklahoma just had their coach leave, which, again, we'll talk about. But the point is this, that even at these big-time programs where you feel like you have the right people in place, things can spiral out of control. Those can be bad teams. They can have bad years. It happens, unless you're Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State. You know, even Clemson, look at them this year. I mean, they're still good, but they're not what they have been. They're not what the, the team that everyone uh, has come to used to seeing them as. So I just I look at this year as just a big old double bird middle finger to the rest of the country and people that constantly said that Arkansas can't compete. Arkansas doesn't belong in the SEC West. They need to move conferences that they want to have a shot. This is a big old F you to all of those people. This year, Sam Pittman showed that he can do it. And there, and this is just the beginning. Like He's done it in two years. Two years it took him to do this. When the division was as tough as anything, when the coaches in this division were as tough as anybody. Finished third in the West. Third. You know, I, I just, I can't be more happy for Sam Pittman. And I can't be more happier for Razorback fans. Just to be able to walk tall, to be able to pump your chest out, and to be able to say, I'm a Razorback fan, and we actually have a little trash to talk to you. We know Arkansas is great in every other sport, but now football's starting to come around. It feels great. Congratulations to the Razorback football team and Sam Pittman. You guys earned every bit of this season. Razorback fans, you earned the enjoyment of this season. And hopefully this is just some the beginning of great things to come. I have no reason to believe it's not going to be that way, but let's just hope that that is the case. Because what Sam Pittman is building here seems like it's something that can be sustainable. We just got to see it in place. It's going in a great direction. 
I cannot wait to see what the future holds for this program. We know, I, even though I've told you about prize picks, the daily fantasy that's made easy. I've been playing this, and I know that if you picked it up, you'd love it too. It's the leader in college sports daily fantasy, offers more college football props than anyone else in the world. And all of you that use it, you get this great deal where if you use the promo code LOCKED ON, you get a 100% instant deposit up match up to $100. It uses the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code LOCKED ON or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so let's talk about Arkansas's victory over the Missouri Tigers, 34-17. to And honestly, it was all about the second half for the Razorbacks. They're just a better team in the second half. Let's just be honest. They've been that way pretty much all season long, and uh, this was no different as uh, they were able to come alive and score 24 points in the second half after having a 10-6 to lead heading into halftime. And honestly, you know, there wasn't like, like one player offensively that just blew it up. Like, if you think about it, uh, the rushing attack for Arkansas, which has really been what they've known for, uh, K.J. Jefferson was the leading rusher with 58 yards, and then the next rusher was 37 yards for Traylon Smith. <laughs> so, Rocket Sanders only had 21 yards, Dominic Johnson had 19 yards, the rushing attack wasn't getting it going, but for Arkansas, it was mainly about their defense, and it was about K.J. Jefferson. K.J. goes 15 of 19 for 262 yards and a touchdown while also leading the team in rushing. Oh, and a guy named Traylon Burks. How can we forget that guy? Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty good. Seven catches for him, 129 yards, and a touchdown for him as well. But yet, he can't be in the Blintikoff uh, Award semifinalist. Who would have guessed? So, uh, But Arkansas's defense really put the clamps down. And uh, didn't really allow Missouri to get anything going. Uh, they only had one actual touchdown in this game. Uh, the rest were field goals. And, you know, a couple of them were, you know, like when Traylon Smith fumbled, they got a field goal out of that. So uh, Missouri just really had no, sh- no chance in this. Even though Tyler Beatty, uh, their running back, goes for over 200 yards rushing. 41 carries for 219 yards and a touchdown. Great, great game out of him. But Connor Bazelak was trash, 10 of, 16, 20, 10 of 26 for 65 yards and an interception. He didn't get anything going in the passing game. And, of course, bumper pool, Hayden Henry get 13 and 10 tackles respectively. Miles Slusher with 10 tackles. So he had a big game at that safety position uh, as well. And you could just tell that this team really, really wanted it for Barry Odom. They really wanted him to get this victory on, on the defense. And, in fact, they even gave him the game ball after the game. Uh, to signify that how much they appreciate him and what he was, what he's been doing with the defense. So uh, it, it was just overall a a solid performance, and it was just nice to finally get that monkey off your back. You got all three trophies now in your practice facility with the uh, Southwest Classic Trophy and the Battle of the Golden Boot Trophy, and now the Battle Line Rivalry Trophy. And I know Sam Pittman really put an emphasis on that. And also Arkansas, you know, in the month of November, played their best football. It wasn't always the cleanest, but it was the best. If you think about it, you know, they were able to beat uh, Mississippi State, able to beat LSU, and then able to compete about as well as you possibly can against Alabama on the road, and then you're able to beat uh, Missouri to end the season. Uh, you can't really have anything more than that uh, when it comes to uh, their performance that they had uh, this month of November. That's when you want to be able to, again, play your best football. So 
what a great year. And Arkansas had a great capper against uh, Missouri. And the fact that it's just so nice to beat them. And I don't want to turn this into, oh, well, this was a rivalry because we hate Missouri or anything like that. No, like I don't want to turn it into that. Neither should you. But what I do want to turn it into as far as what Arkansas has gone through is kind of knowing your place. Like Eli Drinkwitz to me was a guy that was constantly just trying to get the attention of everybody else because he was the shortest guy in the room. So he would just try to yell crazy things and, and all that and just, you know, try to try to make a big deal out of it. It was just nice to shut him up. And it was nice to uh, be able to uh, against a Missouri program, which you are superior than Missouri. No one's going to well, look at the look at the win loss record over the past few years. The Arkansas Razorback football program is a superior program to the Missouri Tigers. I'm going to say it. If anyone asks you, what is a better college football job between Arkansas and Missouri, and they even think about it without without just saying Arkansas straight up, then they, they don't know what they're talking about. Arkansas is a superior program to Missouri, and they showcased that finally uh, over the weekend, and I think they're going to continue to do so as well. Not to say Missouri won't win a game here and there. Like, they will. It's just uh, just the way college football works sometimes. But there's no reason to think or no reason to continue to think that Missouri is going to be uh, a team that is going to beat Arkansas more often than not. There's just no uh, evidence pointing to that. But the fascinating thing is that we know that this game was after the day after Thanksgiving. When, when Oklahoma and Texas joined the SEC, this is what's going to fascinate me. What happens to those final games? Because they're not going to put Oklahoma and Texas the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, that game is, has a tradition. For being, you know, the Red River shootout earlier in the season. So, but what they used to do is they used to have A&M in Texas uh, during the Thanksgiving weekend. So that will go back to that. But does that mean that they'll give LSU Oklahoma? Or will Oklahoma continue on playing Oklahoma State? You know, will they want to continue the Bedlam rivalry? If that's the case, does Arkansas and LSU, do they, they get each other back? Does that happen? I hope so. But then you'll say, well, what happens to Missouri? Well, Missouri can play Kansas. Give, give them Kansas. How about that? Arkansas LSU back at the end of uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Sign me up. <clears throat> Sign me up for it. Hopefully that happens. Probably won't. But, hey, it is at least uh, something to think about for sure. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those who are ready to upgrade to NetSuite.com. Just go over there to their website and use the website uh, web, website address, NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. And if you head there right now, you get the special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing business. Again, at NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. Be sure to check it out. We're also brought to you by Built Bar. It's Cyber Monday, folks, and BuiltBar.com is the place to aim your mouse. Get at least 20% off everything that is delicious and healthy. That's 20% off site-wide, and even bigger discount on Built Boost, broth, 
and Built Swag. You can check out their new flavor for Cyber Monday, Caramel Almond Delight. Can't beat it. I use these things and I eat these things before I go to work every single day. It's nice and healthy. It tastes great. Gets me going for the day as well. Maybe you want to do some white chocolate. They have some great white chocolate cheesecake flavor as well. But go to BuiltBar.com and get the incredible tasting new bars at 20 and 20% off everything by heading over to Built.com, entering promo code LOCKED20 before it's too late. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, now, this is not necessarily related strictly to the Razorbacks and to what Arkansas has been doing, but it does at least have a little bit of an impact and can be relatable to the Razorback football program, and that's the coaching carousel. Like, it just went off the rails the past two days, which I love the coaching carousel. I don't know if anybody else does, but I love when uh, there's just madness and rumors and speculation and flight tracking and all those things during the uh, college football season. And it really uh, got off to a bang as soon as rivalry week came to an end, with the biggest news, of course, being that Lincoln Riley, who's been the Oklahoma head coach for years now, has had big-time success, gotten to the college football playoff, won the Big 12. He has officially left Norman to head to USC. Like, USC got Lincoln Riley. Now, I'm not one to believe that he'll just go over to USC and suddenly the Trojans will be back to what they have been uh, or were under Pete Carroll. I think that there's still got to be some things that they go through and obviously got to put some things together too. But still, I couldn't believe he left Oklahoma for USC. Part of me wants to believe that it had to do with the fact that Oklahoma is going to be joining the SEC. Don't know if that's ever going to be said one way or the other, but that's just at least what I believe. But it's just... It's just wild. It's absolutely wild that uh, we, we saw this and saw it go down in real time. And to see uh, him leaving is just almost like surreal. Now, Florida did hire a coach, which, you know, thought would have been the, the big news of uh, yesterday as well. They got Billy Napier, the coach from Louisiana Lafayette, which is a solid hire by them. Uh, I, I really liked Billy Napier, and I think he'll do really well at Florida. But LSU is still open. Now, Oklahoma is an open job. Uh We'll see if any other hirings or firings end up happening. But it's, it's man, it's just wild. So I'm looking at, like, what goes on in the coaching carousel. First off, I saw that the Vegas odds now have LSU getting Lane Kiffin as their next head coach. I would love that, personally. I don't know if he'll actually leave, but I'll love it. Uh, Oklahoma, who even knows what direction they go. I think Bob Stoops is coaching the, the bowl game, which is pretty funny, too. But uh, either way. Uh, they're, they're just trying to figure their things out, and I'm sure as this week goes on, we'll know exactly uh, what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. But it kind of goes back to like with Arkansas and people's kind of being worried about Barry Odom leaving or uh, Kendall Bryles leaving or whatnot. And, and I look at it from this perspective where, hey, they're going to leave. At some point, they're going to leave. And, at some, and listen, you kind of want them to leave because if they end up leaving for better jobs, that means that they did a heck of a job here at Arkansas. And that's just the way it's going to be. Like, I would love to sit here and just say that Barry Odom is going to be the defensive coordinator for Arkansas till the cows come till the very end of the day. But I just don't see that happening. And I don't think anyone should expect that to. When they leave, you'll have to put your faith in Sam Pittman that he'll do a great job of getting somebody else in here. And you'll just have to wish him the best of luck. But by saying that, I will say this. I, am, I will be surprised if Barry Odom or Kendall Bryles leaves for another job. Like, 
unless it's just some big time, like unless LSU offered Barry Odom a job, okay. I don't think they're going to do that, but I think that if they thought about, if they, you know, if they offered him the job, he would take it. Um, but besides something like that, like there's just not a lot of places that are hiring defensive coordinators as head coaches anymore. Like they're all about the offense. So I feel like that would probably be more likely to happen. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think Arkansas is going to retain the majority of their staff next year. And if anybody does leave, it'll probably be for either uh, because they were asked to leave or uh, they really just had a, another job that they could not uh, could not turn down. Which I thought was funny, though, that Brad Davis, the coach that left at, for LSU, the offensive line coach, and everybody was really mad at Arkansas and the offensive lines. Mindman were obviously very upset, too. Goes down to LSU, and now he's the interim head coach for the bowl game. And now he's going to be without a job. It's like, okay, you went down there for LSU, buddy, for one year. And now you're going to be out of a job. I'm not laughing or making fun of him. I'm just saying, like, man, that's sometimes how it goes in the coaching carousel and everything. But, hey, just be happy you got Sam Pittman and just be happy you don't have to worry about him going anywhere. Like, you don't have to worry about him even taking phone calls. This is where he wants to be. This is where he's going to stay. And we are good to go there. So it's just nice not to have to worry about it for a change. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 